Working as the Post and Courier's Clemson reporter, I get to cover some of the top teams in the nation. One of the things that makes my job really interesting is being able to be at the facility, talking to the players, getting to learn their stories. With a subscription to the Tiger Take, you'll not only get to read everything I write on postandcourier.com, but you'll also get the latest updates straight to your inbox. But more than that, you'll get insights that you won't find anywhere else. Hey guys, this is John Blau, your Clemson reporter for the Post and Courier. Uh, we're here for this week's edition of Countdown to Kickoff. We're going to have Rick Bozich uh, from Louisville is here to help preview the Cardinals. And first, I want to tell you about the Tiger Take, our newsletter. Uh, obviously, you get what you get online and in the newspaper, but we also have a feature where we'll send you some extra tidbits, anecdotes, uh, things from behind the scenes to your inbox um, four or five times a week. So if you want to subscribe to that, that's postandcourier.com forward slash the Tiger Take. But now let's get to Rick, um, who I actually know from my old Indiana days. He, he does a lot of <laughs> IU coverage as well. Um, and, and it was kind of funny. I saw you at the ACC kickoff and we were talking about the Louisville. Uh, is it Louisville or Louisville? How do you say it, Rick? Which way? You know, um, people that live here call it Louisville. And a lot of other people say Louisville. I, I would go with Louisville to be, be correct. So Louisville, we're talking about the Louisville game and uh, that it was probably going to be a letdown game for Clemson because, you know, they're playing Notre Dame the week before that. Uh, a little bit of a different situation here, Rick. Uh, just got Clemson just got hammered uh, by the Fighting Irish. And now they're facing a pretty good Louisville team, which is, you know, won a bunch of games here of late. Um, how surprised are you by the situation we're coming into here? Well, I mean, if you were to look back to October the 1st, John, um, Louisville, I think, lost to Boston College and was two and three at that point. Uh, I think a lot of people would have thought it would be a Clemson route. Um, and now I noticed this week the point spread is actually down to seven points. So people are, you know, that's on the road. So, I mean, it's, you get three points for playing at home. That's only a four-point uh, swing towards Clemson. Uh, Louisville's probably had the biggest turnaround of – any team in the ACC and maybe in the uh, the Power Five schools over the last month after they lost that game to Boston College, which we both know isn't very good. Uh, somebody at ESPN somewhere wrote that if Scott Satterfield didn't beat Virginia the next game, he might not survive. Well, he not only beat Virginia, they went on to beat Pitt. Uh, they went on to beat Wake Forest, and then they beat James Madison last week. They're on a four-game winning streak for the first time since 2016. And they're playing really good defense and they're going to Clemson on Saturday, I think, uh, with the belief that they can win the game. Yeah. I mean, what is the difference between uh, this team now and a team earlier in the season? Again, Boston College, like you said, not a very good team uh, to lose to them. And then uh, we think we all saw that Wake Forest game where they forced six turnovers in you know, one quarter, yeah. um, eight turnovers total. I mean, what is the difference that's made this team so much better now? Uh, the biggest difference is on the defense. Um, after they lost the Boston College game, Satterfield came into his Tuesday press conference and said he was going to make a change and that he was going to spend more time working with the defense. And I asked him why, and he said, losing. That's why we're losing. Um, and the biggest problem they had, it happened in the Boston College game. It happened in the Syracuse game. They got beaten the opener by Syracuse 31-7. to They gave up a lot of big plays. The defense... Um, defensive play at safety was not good. Uh, I don't think the play calls were good. They were giving up uh, deep passes. They made a change in the personnel. Uh, different say they're playing a different guy at safety right now, uh, at free safety. 
and the defense has tightened up and, and they've cut back on penalties too. Um, that that's been another thing. So it's just been a, you know, a crisper, uh, approach on, on the whole team offensively. I mean, Cunningham has played good, not great. Uh, I, I, you know, I think that's the next step. If Malik Cunningham can, can up his performance, they have a chance to get even better, but you know, they, they face a tough closing stretch. They got Clemson, NC state at home, and then at Kentucky. Uh, so the last three teams they played are all ranked. So we'll, we'll see what they can do talk about it's not you know Malik Cunningham at his absolute best Uh, I guess what have you seen from him thus far this season I mean Clemson fans are thinking back to last year you know when he's hurt for part of the game but then comes back and leads them all the way down to the goal line nearly beat Clemson last year and Clemson obviously had a ton of close games but uh, kind of what's missing I guess in terms of where he is now and to his top potential but I mean where is he still dangerous I guess to the Tigers well He's dangerous because he's a multidimensional player. And I know in the last game against James Madison, he didn't run as much as he normally does, but he's had at least two or maybe three 100 yard games this year for a while. He was the top uh, quarterback in the country in terms of running yardage. Um, But where he needs to improve is in the mid range passing game, just overlooking receivers. Sometimes people were grumbling at the James Madison game that uh, they had a situation late in the game where they were first and goal inside the 10 similar to, as they were to the Clemson game last year and they didn't they had to get a field goal at the end of the half and he was too eager to run and not throw the ball to some open receivers so that's the next step he, he needs to make uh, but the fact that he can run the ball um, is what makes him so dangerous and and you know it's not he doesn't have a great group of receivers this year they've got some good ones they got a transfer in by the name of Tyler Hudson who finally had his first TV catch on Saturday, but um, you know, it, it's an interesting team. I mean, I, I, I was in the group of, you know, when they were two and three and lost to Boston college, I didn't see any way they could have a winning season this year. Uh, and now they're guaranteed of a, of, of going to a bowl game and you have to give Satterfield credit of keeping the team together. Cause you know, it is how it is in these days with social media and narratives get built up. The negativity was really strong and they've just ignored it and, and played on. Yeah, I mean, that's what Clemson's experiencing this week. I mean, Dabo Sweeney talked about the social media era and just uh, how you lose one game and they want everybody fired and they want right. every coach replaced. And, right. Uh, <laughs> and it's uh, Clemson just because of the standard they built. That's kind of what they expect. But um, I, how confident is this Louisville team? I mean, it, it, I remember from the preseason, again, at the ACC kickoff, I think Malik Cunningham probably had some words about, you know, kind of his faith in this team. I mean, now that they've turned it around a little bit, um, how confident are they coming into a game against a team they almost beat last year? Um, well, obviously everybody's aiming for uh, in, in Clemson. I think they're extremely confident. And the reason is um, they beat Pitt and Pitt's a team with toughness and Louisville out toughed them. And, and Pitt was in the, weren't they the ACC champions last year? I believe they were. Uh, mm-hmm. And then they beat Wake Forest, which was the Atlantic division champions last year. Uh, and as you mentioned, they had they forced six turnovers in the third quarter and eight in the game. They they've totally throttled Sam Hartman. Uh, I mean, that was that was a I think it was 48 to 21. It was a decisive victory. They beat him convincingly. And that just built the momentum around the team. And, and James Madison, the game was close for a half completely. James Madison had one first down in the second half. So the defense is playing at a high level. They're putting a lot of pressure 
on the quarterback with uh they have a linebacker by the name of Yasser Abdullah who's probably playing at a first team all CC level ACC level. So I think because of the strength and consistency of the defense, they feel like they can play with anybody now. You know, this is a different level of uh, of athlete that they're going against with with Clemson and I know that people always focus on last week's game and they didn't play well, but Clemson has, you know, they've got four and five star guys who've been in big games before and, and big and been in big atmospheres before. So this is the next, this is a, you know, this is a moment, this is more of a show me moment for Louisville that you really are uh, a good team. You beat Clemson, you know, they could go in back in the top 25. Yeah. And you talk about five-star athletes, obviously Clemson has one at quarterback, uh, DJ Uyungle, a lot of expectations coming in. As a, as a freshman, I mean, went to Notre Dame, threw for 439 yards, um, had a struggle in 2021, was playing well for most of 2022, and everybody was kind of hoping he was going to have another Notre Dame-type performance up at Notre Dame. Uh, not quite uh, there. Uh, in the last two games, Syracuse-Notre Dame, not not great. And you mentioned that defense for Louisville, uh, being able to get pressure on quarterbacks, throttling Sam Hartman. I mean, do you think that's really what this game comes down to? I mean, in terms of how much – pressure Louisville can get on DJ Uyungle. I mean, how important do you feel like that facet is in this game? Yeah, I think that's important. Anytime you can make a quarterback uncomfortable and, you know, have self-doubt and question himself and what he's doing. Um, I think that'll, that'll be a factor. They've, they've done, they've gotten really good push on the defensive line from Yaya Diaby and Ashton Gillette. Uh, they haven't really done it with all out blitzing the, you know, the way some teams do. Uh, they've got, they've got veteran guys They're the, the guys that are playing on defense, you know, this is their second or third year uh, for a number of them. And I think they're also playing with the confidence that they know they played against Clemson last year. So I'm sure that'll be part of the game plan. And I, I, I would guess, I know Scott Satterfield talked a bunch uh, yesterday during his, during his media availability about his respect for uh, Shipley and how he was the guy that made Clemson go so my guess would be that they would focus the defensive game plan on shutting down Clemson's running game and make uh, the Tigers prove they can throw the ball. Yeah. I mean, how, I guess how effective has Louisville been at, at stopping the run this season? Um, early on, not great. Um, I know that Sean Tucker had a big game for him uh, at, at Syracuse. Uh, they got burned a little bit, I think two in the, in the Boston college game, but since then um, much better. Uh, my one concern about Louisville, I guess, as we get later in the season is um, they've got decent depth, but not great depth. And, and you're playing these games back to back to back to back. You know, you wonder at some point whether depth, depth becomes a factor. But um, they've been, I, I think they're in the top five in the ACC in rushing defense. I believe they are. They, they've played great. I mean, they played really good defense now the last three or four weeks. And they beat James Madison last week. They'd had, I think, four or five straight games forcing at least three turnovers. I don't think they forced any by James Madison or maybe one. So it wasn't just a turnover fest. It was just all around uh, solid defensive play. And I know James Madison is a first year um, FBS school, but you know, they beat App State. They beat Marshall. They're, they're not a bad team. And Louisville totally shut them down in the second half. Yeah. So we're getting to the prediction time of, of this podcast where I, I just kind of basically pick two numbers that come into my head uh, randomly. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm going to say Clemson uh, 24 to Louisville 21. That's kind of just, a, again, a random guess. I mean, do you have a feel for where do you think this game's going or or what you think? Yeah. Um, what, 
I think it might be a little bit more scoring in the game, um, but I agree with you. I think Clemson will win a close game. Um, I don't know. You have a better sense for the mood of Clemson than I do, whether they, how deflating that loss to Notre Dame is uh, and how motivated they, and they have beaten Louisville seven straight times. It's not like it's some kind of a revenge game. Um, <laughs> and they've already clinched the ACC Atlantic, right? So what, I mean, what are they really playing for other than pride? And I guess, you know, they're on the fringe of what are they 10th now? What were they 10th in the poll yesterday? Yeah, they're number 10 in the CFP. I mean, I think going to your point, I mean, Dabo Sweeney was talking about, they don't want to back their way in uh, to the ACC championship. They want to bust right. the door down. Um, and again, listening to his press conference, uh, he was talking about the negativity in social media, but he was saying a lot about not letting, you know, that steal your joy and, and moving on and, and all of that. So this is a team that definitely wants to move on. And, uh, they did it last year in terms of that four and three start and then winning six straight. One of those wins was at Louisville. Um, so in terms of how they've responded in the past, you think maybe they would, but uh, again, it is a weird situation. I mean, you're more you're more experienced than me rick have you seen situations like this i mean usually does the team that gets hammered on the road in a disappointment usually tailspin or have you seen situations where they kind of come i mean it can go both ways i mean the thing that for clemson that i think is might be taken away is uh they were positioned to go back to the playoff and now being at 10 um i don't know if they can do enough to get back into the top four spots that's a lot of teams are going to have to climb over and teams are going to have to get beat ahead of them because who do they have left after Louisville? They have, I know they have South Carolina and who else? Miami of Florida. Miami so. of Florida, which is awful. Yeah. Uh, so they're not going to get – I mean, this is their second toughest game the rest of the way because South Carolina is a rivalry game uh, and a team that uh, had beaten Kentucky, beaten A&M, right? They, they, I mean, well, Louisville might have a better record. I don't know. I haven't, South Carolina stumbled last week, right? Or was it the week before? They stumbled against Missouri. The week before, yeah. They, they played Vanderbilt last week. That was Vanderbilt. That wasn't too hard. It's a rivalry game. That'll be a bigger game to them. But, you know, I, I don't know how they're going to react. When you have a, a thing like the college football playoff that's, you know, yours and then it's taken away from you, you know, it's hard for, for me to say how it resonates in the locker room. I know that Louisville, uh, this is a big deal um, because they feel like last year they should have beat Clemson and they didn't. Uh, they feel like they're on a roll now and playing really well. And this is a game for them to really get some credibility. And, you know, they I don't know if you know, but they, they've got like a top 15 recruiting class coming in. They've got all these kids coming in from the West Coast. Uh, they got the best running back or the second running back in the country coming from Texas. And I think they view this as something like they can be Clemson. They can even add on to this recruiting class. So this is this game is big for Louisville. And they'll definitely get Clemson will get Louisville's best shot, whether that's good enough to win the game. um, I don't know. I've been there to games at Clemson. I know it's a tough place to win. uh, Scott Satterfield has mentioned repeatedly. They've won 38 straight home games. Is that correct? Yes. That's a, that's an ACC record. They just top Florida state there. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, But you know, I'm trying to think this year, Louisville has won twice on the road. They won at central Florida which has been had a decent season and they had won, I don't know, some crazy number 30 of 32 home games before Louisville played down there. And they did win at Virginia, which is no big deal, but they have had two road wins this year. So uh, I agree with you. I think it'll be a, you know, it'll be a three to six point game and I think Clemson will win. All right. So just one more plug for the tiger take. If you want to subscribe to that, that's postingcurrier.com forward slash the tiger take. Um, 
Rick, WDRB, that's where you're working now? WDRB.com. Yes, that's where we're working now. Plenty of coverage on the mainly the cards, uh, some on Kentucky, some on Indiana. Um, we, we, we're fortunate to be located here in a place where we've got exposure to to three big-time programs from three different leagues, ACC, SEC, and Big Ten. So Eric Crawford and I, who both used to work at the newspaper, uh, get around and see a lot of games. Yeah, so go read uh, Rick's work. Go see him on – do you ever actually get on TV? I actually haven't watched – Or on four nights a week, yeah. Yeah, there you go. So you can watch Rick, too, if you get the satellite hookup. So All right, right. so yeah, Uh, thanks, Rick, for coming on. Uh, Appreciate your time, Uh, the great Rick Bozich. Thanks for having me, John. You're welcome. Uh, Thanks, guys, for listening, and we'll see you next week.